0: Katie Taylor versus Natasha Jonas. Fight Prediction. Dun, dun, dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkieCom. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple. Basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Slash for Junkie, 2006, Katie Taylor, undefeated, 17 wins, 0 losses, of her 17 wins, 6 are inside the distance, Natasha Jonas, 9 wins, 1 loss, of her 9 wins, 7 are inside the distance, her 1 loss was via knockout, Taylor, minus 550 straight, Jonas comes back at plus 450. Will go, won't go 10 full rounds. Will go minus 325. Won't go plus 250. Taylor wins by TKO or KO plus 3 to 1. Taylor wins by decision minus 140. Jonas wins by TKO or KO 1000 to 1. Jonas wins by decision plus 540. Now generally, in women's fights, you don't even consider the under or inside plays. Not because they are not technically sound. Not because they don't bring power. Not because... It's because of one thing and one thing only. Two-minute rounds. And not only that. One thing that I've been harping on this forever is they don't allow them to fight 12 rounds. So, two-minute 10 rounds, even in championship fights. Now, who in the right mind thinks that Katie Taylor couldn't fight a 3-minute 12-round fight? It's insanity. But, until that gets changed, it's very, very difficult most of the time to take a women's fight inside the distance because there's just not enough time. This could be the case in this fight right here. There could be the the simple fact that 2-minute rounds, 10-round fight, not enough time. But... I think the talent gap here between Taylor and Jonas is so huge that there actually might be an opportunity for Katie Taylor to win this fight inside the distance. Yes, I said it. I think it's possible that she can stop Jonas within the 10 rounds, even at two minute rounds. Now, obviously... When you're looking at this fight, I think on paper, everything favors Taylor. If you look at Jonas's one loss, it's bad, dude. I mean, it is bad. Don't don't look at it because you're going to mortgage everything. You're going to sell your Bitcoin and you're going to bet it on Katie Taylor straight. So unless you're prepared to go all in on Taylor, do not watch Natasha's loss because the girl that she fought is abysmal. I'm sorry. I said it. I'll say it again. Katie Taylor is so much better than the girl that Natasha lost to that it is quite astonishing that the line is even as close as it is. And in fact, it's wider now than when it opened. I believe Taylor opened somewhere right around minus 385, which to me is an absolute gift. Forget about the KO. If you don't want to go crazy and throw a little something-something on the KO, which I think you should. When Katie Taylor opened at minus 385, minus 375, depending on your book, I mean, that is insane to me. When you look at their at their body of work and you just look at their overall skill set and heaven forbid if you look at Natasha's loss, you just see there is a huge gap in talent here. This is a major, major mismatch. I would be stunned, stunned if Katie Taylor even struggled in this fight, let alone lost. I mean, that would blow my mind if she lost to Natasha Jonas. I mean, seriously, that's Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson-esque. And I'm not even kidding because the gap here is huge, especially when you're looking at the pro ranks, especially when you're looking at offenses, defensively, the understanding of the game technically, it's bad guys. But it can be good for you if you take Katie Taylor here. So even though the line has increased a lot, certain books she's still under 5 to 1. Most books you're going to find right around 5 to 550. I still think that line is a gift. And I always talk about risk risk versus reward. I'm not changing my tune here. It's the same thing. I just don't see a lot of risk here for Katie Taylor. And in fact, like I said, I think she's probably got a shot at winning this inside the distance. And then you're looking at plus 3. Instead of a minus 385 when the fight was first announced. But even there. What you could do is you could sprinkle just a little something something on the inside. And then you just go balls to the wall on Katie Taylor straight. Because guys I just don't see her losing this fight. I'd be stunned. There'd have to be something wrong. arm has to fall off. She comes into the ring with a peg leg. A wooden leg. Like there has to be something going on for her to even struggle in this fight. Let alone lose. So. I'm just not even entertaining that. And I know that's dangerous. But when I look at everything that they're about, I just don't entertain that. I think Katie Taylor, one way or another, is going to win this fight. Whether it's points or KO, she's going to win this fight, in my humble opinion. And so I think that's what you're looking at here. Is if you want to play, quote unquote, safe. And again, nothing is guaranteed, I have to tell you this. This is for entertainment purposes only. So if you sell your damn Bitcoin and her leg falls off and she loses, don't come hunting them down. This is just for playtime, fun time. But I think Katie Taylor is going to dominate, absolutely dominate. I'm talking mismatch from round one, every second, every minute, every round. And I think eventually there is an opportunity that she's going to get Jonas out of there. That's it. For this episode of Foot Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Foot Junkie out.